the anomalies are conclusive proof that David will be the outro. In a podcast as real and solid as those we already know about. Welcome to Four Seasons in a Funeral, the podcast where we talk about shows that had four good seasons and one bad one. Today, we're talking about Season 3, Episode 6 of The Next Evolution of Science Fiction, Primeval, For the Birds. I'm Nick, and I'm joined by Charlie and David. I'm Charlie. Hi, I'm David. God fucking damn it, audience. Why are you upset about David? Surely not statistical <laughs> improbabilities. I've been it's... still on outro duty, audience. We roll a die to determine who does the outro and intro and who gets to do nothing. And I once again am doing the outro this episode for the goddamn seventh time in a row. What my is fav- happening? My favorite thing about this is this is a higher statistical probability because as we look back, there's only been one roll on a D20 amongst all three of us for um, six episodes now that has been above a 15. Even above and a that 14. Was Dave, that was David rolling a 16. <laughs> Everything else has been 14 and below. Like it's, so, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's basically like we're not even rolling a D20. We're rolling like a D15, 14 at best. And one day David pulled out a D20 and fucked it all. It's ah. it's beautiful. Today the high roll was an eleven, the middle roll was a ten, and the low roll was a nine. Yes. <laughs> Imagine David's sheer and utter disappointment. It's even better because David rolls first most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Um at which point, like he has an idea, like he rolls an eleven, it's like, okay, cool, eleven. There's two more people after me, one of them's gonna get above an eleven, or at least an eleven and tie me. Nope. <laughs> Uh, point flip odds and he lost twice it's truly truly upsetting (laughs) i can't wait to get a three next week and for you guys to roll a two and a two and not have to do it (laughs) oh by the way audience to to pull back the curtain a little bit for further because we do d20 rolls um if you roll a nat 20 you get to pick who does what and if you roll a nat one you have to do both um (laughs) So if you've noticed one of us has done both on a week, it's because someone was either cruel or they rolled a one. Um, one of those two things. Uh, <laughs> but also, no nat ones and no nat twenties for a while. So we'll see how long that stays as well. <sighs> oh, man. I I'll, really I'll think, David, when you edit this episode, the intro should just be all of us yelling about the dice rolls. <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to splice it in like here. We have the recording. Of we do. We, we do have the recording. We have the technology. Oh God! And, and regardless, how has everyone been since the last record? Uh, I've been. Good. I've been good. Um, I went uh, with with my girlfriend. Went to a uh, nice like inn and spa, which I was telling Charlie and David about before this, and spent a little bit too much money, but that's that's okay. Um, all right. Question for you guys that I have not asked before at this point. Um, one of, one of the, one of the things that I found interesting, uh, was the like spa change rooms. They're just like normal change rooms, but like, you know, you gotta be changing into a bathing suit and thing. What is an acceptable amount of dong hanging? Would you say for a change room? Like, I'm, I'm curious in today's day and age, what's an acceptable amount? An acceptable amount of dong hanging. I think it entirely depends on the venue. If it's like a public swimming pool, dong hanging, I think is not as acceptable. If it's a spa or a bath, like sauna kind of area, I think dong hanging is perfectly acceptable if the people are comfortable <laughs> with it. Like if people would just straight up have their dongs out, like that is their prerogative at like 
a sauna I, so, situation. So I specifically, so I specifically mean in the change room, like you're changing and like you're, yeah. you're like, well, that's what I'm saying. It entirely yeah. depends on what you're changing for. That's what I'm saying. Fair if it's like a bathing kind of situation, then yeah, dong hanging is perfectly acceptable. If you're changing to go into a swimming public swimming pool, then no, dong hanging is not acceptable. Really? So, so that's really, so that's really interesting to me because I feel like so I, I did, a, I, I did a bunch of like I did a bunch of swimming growing up, and um, there, there was so much nudity in the change rooms. Like I, you, I saw so many different penises over my years at the pool. Um, really, I yes. saw so little penis there was, at my years there was, of swimming. There was there was a lot of penis days. I, like, I, I did lifeguarding. David, I assume you changed around a lot of Asian people, right? <laughs> well, no, because I did lifeguarding <laughs> and then I did competitive swimming, and that was like four times, sw- uh, like four different uh, times I'd be changing to go swimming a week. Yeah. And it's like, no, yeah, I, no, everyone like very little dong hanging. I I feel like there was there was a decent amount like I I saw I saw a decent amount a decent amount of penis growing up it felt like um and like yeah no the the reason why I asked this uh was people were like here, very very much like nope I got to be like really secretive about this as I'm changing into my swimsuit um which was like sort of sort of weird it it felt diff- like it felt weird and different compared to like just public swimming pools so it's interesting to see David being like nah spa's completely normal so public swimming pools, what the fuck are you doing? And I, I had the exact opposite experience. Really? Yes. I just, I feel like if you're going to, like, just the energy like if, level is different. Yes. Like, so, like, like if, you're, if you gotta get naked to change, get naked to change, but don't linger naked. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. Don't yeah. hang out naked. Like, if you're getting fully naked to change, like, that is your prerogative, but just, like, don't, like, just hang out with your dong out. Yeah, no, no, no. You're not. You're not just like leaning up against the locker room, legs splayed, like some dude. Jersey changing room, dick out. <laughs> no, but like, even still, like, there's there's a period of time when you're changing, um, where like if it's it's faster at the very least to like dry off without without a swimsuit on, like getting like the top parts of the legs faster, and you can't quite hide things in that moment. Um, but yeah, that's no. fine. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the completely normal. is on everyone else to not yeah. look at your cock. Exactly. Unless they're there to compliment it. Which is fine as well. Yeah. <laughs> and you, then you go over and give them a high five without the towel on. Um, yeah. Frankly, if I don't hear nice cock at the change room, my day's ruined. <laughs> Oh man, I'm I'm glad I'm glad to hear your input on this. This was this was the <laughs> other thing that I was thinking as I was like leaving the change room. Was it was like, man, was I like way too open about this? Because I did what I thought was completely acceptable, um, but everyone else was like, nope, gotta like hide. Like, couple people were like, I'm gonna go into like this like washroom with like a locked door. Um, Listen, I was like, if that is that is them being uncomfortable with uh, the nakedness. Which is also valid, but I just feel like yes. etiquette-wise, it's fine. It's a change. Yeah. Like, that's so, the energy there. Yes. There is also the fact North, North Americans and have, have a weird thing with nudity compared to other parts of the world. That's for sure. Um, so uh, this, this would obviously be insanely different if I were to, for example, go to, like, Europe. Uh, 
Oh yeah, in Europe, in Europe, if you're not naked, that you're a weirdo. Exactly. <laughs> like if you're in a change room, like in Germany or something, and you're not naked, you're you're the fucking weirdo. Get naked. If you're, if you're you trying, doing? if you're trying to hide, if you're trying to hide your dick while you're changing, that you're the weirdo. Something something wrong. Have a weird there. dick. Hey, why are you hiding your dick over there, you weirdo? <laughs> What's wrong your, with your let dick? Let me see your weird dick, dude. <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> Uh, but but yeah. Anyways, um, that's that's what I've been doing, I guess. <laughs> what about you guys? How's, how's life been, Charlie? Uh, it's been yeah, it's been fine. Done. I've done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now coming to realize. <laughs> you, hey, you went into the office. I saw coworker Charles earlier this week. It was great. You did. You did see coworker Charles, and not a whole lot of shit got done. <laughs> Fair um, enough. Yeah, and then I went home and I played some video games and then I went to sleep and that's my life. I've been playing, playing Pal World. Nice. God, the the skins for beating Typhoon, the Starstorm Two, so fucking cool. I do not um, have any of those. If we do a run after those, nice, so cool. Um, but yeah, that's <laughs> it's been All Star break for hockey, so like my days have just kind of blurred by because there's no hockey. <laughs> just just kind of sad. The typical it's, delimiter of uh, like hockey is no longer there. <laughs> Superb Owls next week. That should yes, be fun. it is. Ooh. For two teams I couldn't care less about. Yeah. What Man, you don't want to see so if excited Travis Kelsey for... proposes to Taylor Swift? I gotta put money on that. I you really gotta make gotta you, put money in it. You can make so much money if like it's not gonna happen, but you can make so much money. What if he did? Like, could you imagine? <laughs> I I legitimately think people would consider him the villain because, like, if you're Taylor Swift <laughs> she, in that moment, she should what do propose you do? to him. <laughs> uh, so so no. Did you I, see? Oh, I think yeah. They would if, they if would get engaged, them, and then her fan base would be like, "Oh my god, he's trapping her in this marriage. He's abusive. Set Taylor like, free." And I I think legit like so like I I I don't think that we'd see the same like public like public outcry associated with it if if taylor swift was the one to propose to travis kelsey but either way let's say that like let's say the chiefs win and right afterwards like right like they're they're doing the things they've like brought out like family and stuff like that taylor swift comes out and like proposes to travis kelsey he can't say no right like straight up there's 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 no no way you can say no to that this is why you don't do public proposals without the express permission of the person beforehand yes um, Did you see um, the Japanese embassy released a statement about Taylor Swift appearing yes. at the Super Bowl? <laughs> I, Wait, I did what? see that. She has a uh, tour going on right now, and one of her shows is in Japan, like the day before, or two days before the Super Bowl. And people were worried that she wouldn't be able to make her t- uh, either the show date or the Super Bowl because she'd be in Japan. And the Japanese embassy released a truly, truly Gen Alpha statement about it. I I found it for I found it for Charlie. The embassy of Japan in the United States is aware of recent media reports concerning the steps Taylor Swift will need to take to travel from Tokyo after a concert on February 10th to Las Vegas in time to watch the Kansas City Chiefs play. In the despite the 12-hour flight and 17-hour time difference, the embassy can confidently speak now. To say that if she departs Tokyo, she should comfortably make it before the Super Bowl begins. Uh, we wanted to confirm that anyone concerned can be fearless. <laughs> can wow Japanese audiences and still make it to Las Vegas, support the Chiefs, 
take the field for the Super Bowl wearing red. Come on. <laughs> Come on. It's even worse in in French because they still have the bolded song titles. They're just in quotes. Nice. <laughs> oh, isn't that horrendous? It's it's beautiful. Which is also hilarious because I saw a Fox News uh, bulletin or post complaining about the carbon emissions Taylor Swift's private jet is going oh to emit. Oh my god! And I'm like, Fox News of what? Wh- why? Now you why care is, about carbon is, emissions? Like, good on you for caring about carbon no, emissions. No, it's but because like, they hate Taylor Swift. They, I know they don't care about I carbon know. emissions. They I know just they hate, hate Tay Tay. It's because yeah. she's a Pentagon psyop. <laughs> she's gonna tell people to vote for joe biden and that's bad kansas City is reasons. going to win the super bowl purely so taylor swift can tell everyone to vote for joe biden and then travis kelsey will tell everyone to get vaccinated and all the republicans in the world will lose their minds because celebrities should not be in politics right that's what you're saying I, is anyone I, who's been on tv or the entertainment industry shouldn't be in politics i would come in my pants if travis kelsey told people to get vaccinated live on television he he did a commercial for it i know they're losing their minds about just in the super bowl if he were to just like get the mvp i would super bowl mvp speech (laughs) thanks to the family proposing to taylor swift and then telling people to get vaccinated I would, I would straight up cum my pants. Like, Everyone doubted us. No one said we should be here. Go get vaccinated. Also, Taylor, Taylor, will you Swift, marry me? Will you marry? Like, oh my god. Tay Tay, if this video of my speech could get a million likes, will you marry me? I, like, that's the timeline. I wish I lived in. I want that so badly. Oh dear. Anyways, I guess we should get into Prime Evil. David, you haven't even said what you've been up to. We know what he's been up to. The McRib sleep video games. The McRib's back. I was alerted to the McRib appearing in Canada again by uh, my many feelers who who know that McDonald's is very important to me. Yes. My secret agents who ride the TTC to work and went, oh, hey, the McRib's back. I gotta tell David. Oh um, man! What got a the McRib. Thing. The McRib was, as always, as mid as I remember it. Um, which is like perfectly fine. I still prefer beef over pork, but it's it's good. Um, what else? What else? What else? Been playing Video games. Gacha games. Yeah. Um, I may have spent. Uh, you didn't spend amount. money on the on the Tales gacha, did you? No, the Atelier oh. game that came out. Oh, is that <laughs> the Atelier gacha? We don't need to talk about the money that was spent on that game and the money that is going to be spent on that game. We don't need to talk about it. Is How it much time David? do you have in the Atelier game, David? We don't need to talk about it. It's a, it's a, it's been out for a while. It's fine. <laughs> It's been out for over a week-ish. It came out on the 25th of January. That's that's a week, right? 19 hours. Don't look at the time. Hmm. Last played 
right before this recording. Shocker. That's that's only on Steam. It's also on mobile. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the problem. Um yeah. So it's been out it's been out a week-ish, and you have <laughs> ten fewer hours than you do in V Rising. <laughs> Well, V Rising had cute anime girls. Maybe I'd play that some more. (laughs) All right. (sighs) All right. Um, Shall we? Shall we get into this episode? Do we? Yes. We have to. Actually, no. We do because I have to yell about things. I'm sorry. I feel like I did something else this week that I wanted to talk about, but Uh, I can't. Not being conscious of me. Not being conscious for very much of yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. No, that really knocked me out. Oh, um, did you yell about the persona uh censoring? No, I don't really care about that. Like what they took out like a semi-transphobic joke from a game released in 2024 and that means uh, uh localizers. God, I yeah. of course, the gaming community. Last of Us 3 got announced and apparently the Actually, the voice actors for uh Abby is getting death threats again, so that's fun. Oh that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought those were death threats from Last of Us Part Two. So yeah, I mean, just it's just continued death threats. <laughs> it's, poor Laura Bailey; she doesn't deserve this. Same as it ever was. Yeah, yeah, same as it ever was. All right, Nick, All right. get it. Start us off. The TV guide for this fever dream reads: uh, The Ark is invaded by members of the military who are searching for a mysterious artifact. Meanwhile, gigantic birds from the Pliocene era come through an anomaly. How do we know that they're from the Pliocene era? That never comes up. Listen, they they go and figure it out afterwards. This they've, episode... they've got to have one corpse to like look at, right? Like they definitely kill at least oh, one of those things. There's, there's, there's several corpses. There's there's a couple blown up corpses. Also, yeah. again, it, the one Danny the one live be dead. one too. There's Wait. also the one. There's also the Not one. Not just live Danny. One. How the fuck did Connor live? Yes. <laughs> no, but I mean, Danny was next to a mine. Connor it, got mobbed by seven of them and didn't wasn't injured. Excuse me. Yeah, there's there's some. Connor should straight up be dead. I don't understand. Nick, I want to know. Did you have the same reaction to the beginning of this episode as David and I did, where we both went, "Hold on, did we play the wrong episode?" There's. <laughs> So there's there was definitely some of that. Um, to be fair, I saw David's message about that beforehand, so I I was cheating a little bit off of that. <laughs> um, so I was like, oh, this is real weird, and then very quickly uh, was like, oh no, wait, never mind. This is just like an in media res, like as as we sort of talked about here. I I have no good reason as to why it's only eight hours in the in the future such such they, they go in what hiding was the for benefit? less than half a day what was the benefit like, of uh, seeing that scene first because it doesn't come back later like like we just not... straight up get that scene again like it's, like and it's the most unsatisfying payoff ever because so they're sitting in this cabin there's candlelight uh, a clean record player is playing some 1930s tunes they're all dressed like it's the 1930s and they're reading these notes being like, oh, it's everyone's dead. There's no one left. They're coming. They're here. Drums in the dark. They're coming. Look, it's that scene from Lord of the Rings. Um, and then they hear screeching sounds. And then a bird comes in, like a giant turkey vulture comes and attacks Danny. And then, then it cuts to eight hours before, and it's just Danny breaking into the Ark again to test security. Because of course. 
this is the entire reason why they hired him and made him like the leader of the team, right? It was just security, like just just testing. Yeah, and also really shit security testing because they didn't talk about where security cameras were planted, so this doesn't come up for a long time. And why is the security network accessible? I guess that's all their cameras. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's they they planted cameras. It definitely. But honestly, seems like... that entire facility should be a giant. Um, like box for radio signals. Just like, once again, this is an opsec nightmare. Like yeah, it, it should be, it should be hardline phones in and out, and there should be a controlled number of hardline phones. The only thing getting a radio signal should be the anomaly detector, and it, like that should be looked over at least three times a day. This this might just be the Stargate enemy because Stargate actually had reasonable opsec because they were in the bottom of a fucking mountain. Well, that and also just Fringe. Like, after seeing... It's just Once again, comparing it to Fringe, it's just like, man, they do a bad job here. Of <laughs> and Fringe secrets. didn't do a good job. No. I mean, even comparing it to Merlin. Like, Merlin, <laughs> they had better care for spies and shit. <laughs> Which is upsetting. <laughs> yeah. No one knew about the dragon under the castle, except for two people. Like, three people knew about it. They managed to keep that fucking secret. <laughs> like... But yeah, um, then they're talking, they're reviewing. How the... did they keep that a secret? Who was feeding the dragon? Just every once in a while, they'd lose a sheep or two. <laughs> did we ever consider that? Who was feeding that guy? Who was feeding John Hurt? I'm assuming. Assume... I'm assuming Uther was just like, yeah. By the way, um, you there, soldier, you are sworn to secrecy. Once a day, you will drop a sheep in here for me, and not worry about what else is in there. Or the dragon was surviving purely on magic, and that's why he was so pissed off when he got out. He was just really hangry. Maybe mm. that makes more sense than there just being like a couple guards who are just like, yeah, we throw a sheep down this well every four hours. This dragon tries to tries to persuade <laughs> us to free it with secrets that only we should know about. He knows the name of my newborn son. <laughs> Oh man! Yes, we've we've got a beautiful. Yeah, anyways, here. back to Primeval with the worst oh. obsec so far of any show we've watched, which is insane. <laughs> oh no! And the military is is secretly watching them because they they had security cameras installed at some point. I'm not sure when. Apparently, they, they only have two members of the cleaning staff on their payroll, so I don't know. I don't know when they installed the numerous security cameras that they have access to, but they did. Um, and, oh, look, we we can see that they have the artifacts, so we gotta go get the... Ar well, actually, not yet. It's just, hey, we have security cameras. Uh, and then we find out that uh, Connor isn't crashing at the Ark anymore. He's crashing with Lester. Which... And Lester loves it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for the Lester character development, because he is the best character on this. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> he is the most consistent to his character. And the most fucking competent. Yeah. There's um, a reason why he's in, tr he's in control of the arc. <laughs> I do love the entire, hey, we can't be seen in public, you're my dirty affair. Duck down in the car, please. Uh, yes, that was also really good. And then a uh, cute little Sid cameo, because he ate all the important classified documents. Yay! But uh, yeah, then they're Connor and Sarah dicking around with the artifact and they're like, oh, my God, why don't we sh try shining light into it? like you should have done this 
at the beginning, like detailed scans and x-rays and everything of this thing. You should know what the insides of this artifact look like by now. You you bombard it with every type of radiation possible. I don't know why it's taking you this long to go, maybe a laser? But hey, it's a map. And it looks like Cutter's Matrix. Which it looks guess... exactly like Cutter's Cutter's map. It's like, oh, cool. I guess Cutter just nailed it. That's why they had to kill him. And they're like, oh my I, god, okay, he knew. Okay. He didn't okay. know. He didn't okay. know. No, no. Okay. Wild, wild shot call. The artifact was made by Cutter. When? Exactly. Cutter doesn't die. He ended up, like, again. The explosion the cl- sent him into the future with a, with a gunshot wound? Uh, or his clone or something. Because, again, he had a fucking yeah. clone in that episode that we didn't see two bodies. So either he made it back in time to make the artifact or his clone did or fucking something. All right, David, I'm adding this to your called shots. I love I love this called shot, David, of fuck it, we're bringing back Cutter next season, but he's going to be a villain now. Or no, no, we like don't. That. It's going to be because the actors definitely doesn't want to come back. So it's going <laughs> to be just in lore. And be like oh, They're going to see like a terrible CG photo of Cutter in the past or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like in Victorian era wearing a top hat. And they're going to be like, oh my God, it was Cutter the entire time with the artifact or something. They're going to find a hieroglyph of Cutter with the artifact. Hell yeah. <laughs> Cutter slash Cutter clone created the artifact. In the and they're going to be like, no, just- I thought Cutter died. We buried his body. And they're gonna be like, oh, his clone, clone or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What an, what an insane option. <laughs> that would honestly, it would be the more interesting twist this show has done. But I very much doubt they're going to do that. Yeah. I don't think the writing is is and, clever and enough this season, for that. Cutter comes back in a police box with <laughs> with David Tennant. Hell yeah! With uh, fucking what's her name? Who also left the show? Oh, with oh Jenny. Claudia, just yeah. Claudia. But as no, Claudia, Claudia and Jenny. Oh my god! Oh, in both a, of them. He gets He's- both. He gets both girls. <laughs> he comes in a red phone box. It's because Cutter's not a coward. there's a joke only we get cutter's just a time lord (laughs) (laughs) sorry wait i gotta write primeval fan fiction where cutter's just a time lord (laughs) cutter cutter's just a time lord who like lost his phone box for a little while oops how how much of primeval fan fiction do you think is just primeval doctor who cry how much primeval fan fiction do you even think there is? Uh, let's look on more than zero of our own. Um, There's... Uh, three thousand eight hundred ninety-seven works tagged as primeval. Dang, there are three thousand and uh, sorry, thirty-four hundred uh fan fictions on fanfiction.net for primeval. Interesting. Uh, sorting by favorites, the most favorited one has three hundred twenty-one favorites. I'm not looking at the tags, and has 85k words. Jesus Christ! Holy shit! 85,000? What on yep. earth? The la- most recent updated uh, fanfic on fanfiction.net was updated on Christmas last year. Oh my God, that's shockingly recent. <laughs> that really is. Um, the top rated here. Has 571 kudos and is a one-shot. 
uh, and was published in 2013. The most recently Jesus. updated uh, one on Archive of Our Own was updated today. <laughs> oh my god, it's a Becker Connor pro- slash fic. All right, stop looking at those. Those might have spoilers. <laughs> oh, there's one where it's a crossover with Shield. Agents of Shield, or what do you mean? Uh, it's Darcy going to work with the Prime Evil. <laughs> Darcy knew crap was going to hit the fan. She decided to cut Shield's connections to all the other agencies. They only work with her now. It's a crossover with Men in Black, uh, Avengers, White Collar, Hellboy, Lie to Me, Sherlock, James Bond, and Prime Evil. <laughs> My lord. What an insane. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. There is a Doctor Who primeval cross. Oh, no. That's too many other things. I just want Doctor Who primeval. Uh, okay. The pure just Doctor Who primeval crossover show with the most kudos on archive of our own is 2,000 words. <laughs> oh, no. That's. That's that's still a surprising number. Like that's, that's I could crack out a two thousand word fanfic oh, in an afternoon. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Okay. Okay. This is right. we're too. We gotta get back to the actual show. Fucking. All right. Let's see. Outside of that, um, Abby's definitely not sleeping with her brother. Um, uh, there. I think taekwondo kickboxing. Who fucking knows? Um and like yeah they make their way over to the lab we get the we get that thing with the the artifact the the map um and no, it's like sorry, oh shit Nick, you're skipping over hey keep watch over my incredibly priceless reptile okay bye yep that happens chekhov's uh chekhov's reptile happens this episode <laughs> yeah. uh, um anyways they uh discover what what daddy's like by the way it's the like security camera that for some reason you have in the vent um why there's no reason for that it doesn't do anything um they're like there's no security camera in the vent what do you mean and it's like oh shit we're being spied on um they figure that out um and, and they immediately-, immediately determine oh my god fuck they're gonna see the goddamn artifact oh god oh we god all right fuck out of here go 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 everyone out everyone out but they're too late um <laughs> They, um, the military is already here, uh, and, uh, fortunately, Danny does have one additional way that he knows out, which is He's just- the vent I, he climbed in. Yeah. Just, just climbs through the vent, and then, yeah, they, they steal a car, um, and get, get the fuck out of there. Um... There, there's a takeover that happens at the fucking at the Ark. Um, Lester is fired, um, but not killed. Uh, that that would have been, dude. Can you imagine if they just like main characters this season? It was like, yeah, we're gonna lose Cutter on one episode. The next episode, we're gonna lose Jenny, and then we're gonna kill off Lester. <laughs> just kill thing. off the season one cast one episode at a time one by one exactly like <laughs> connor would, gone i would soon. understand why they would cancel the show then <laughs> like because <laughs> again this is the canceled season the show gets canceled after this season of the show so yeah. I, just, I keep waiting to like find out why <laughs> like uh, we're, we're definitely already seeing it right like I mean, you know, none of this. I don't. I don't know. None of this feels like cancel the show nonsense. Like David, this was this was a period of time where it's like they just canceled TV shows because they could. 
Like, yeah. well, that's what I'm saying. Nothing feels like this is horrendous. Cancel the show. I feel You're like right. the quality of the show has not dipped that much compared to like the peak. Like it's always kind of been a mid show. Fair enough. I'm just, I'm just very confused why the military is fighting with the arc when they both report to the same minister. Like, uh, the the real reason is is because the military wants this for the military reasons, and the arc wants this for like you know keeping the public safe reasons. But and those two military, don't always align. The military doesn't even know what the artifact is for, so why not just let the arc experiment with it and then come and get it once? Like, well, that's you what know. they. No, but they just saw like, like they oh, did. they activated it. We don't know how. They don't know how. Let's go steal it. Fair enough. Right? Like, just, it, it's all very, but why? Is she just kind of being, are they just doing, like, woman in power is bitchy because woman in power? Or I mean, at least they actually do the thing where they just go over each other's heads and talk to their fucking bosses. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like which is, is what you should have done. I don't know why you go in guns a-blazing. Just send them a fucking strongly worded memo from the minister saying hey <laughs> you're now in charge if you don't show up with the artifact you will all be fired and tried for treason <laughs> like like what would happen if the arc security defenses were like oh man people disguised as the military breaking in let's open fire on them all right now and killed like half of the british special forces that stormed in like who gets in trouble for that i i just Hi, you're raiding your own facility. Congratulations. You wasted yeah, billions of dollars. Just don't understand. Like, just <laughs> if you have, like, you have a document saying you're in charge. Why do you need to storm in there? I don't understand. Anyhow, the, the main gang gets out. Um, they drive around. Eventually, they get to the abandoned cabin that's on, like, Ministry of Defense land. Um, we later find out there's a minefield nearby. And yeah, the house is like all old abandoned. There's some. I mean, we there's a sign as they drive up that says "unexploded mines." Like, they oh, at does least... it? I thought it was yeah. just during the chase. Okay. No, there's there's a sign that says like military thing, and then they pass another sign that says like "unexploded uh, mines warning." So they at least set that up immediately. But yeah, they go into the cabin, and it's it's all abandoned, and there's photos of like a, a team of scientists, and we don't. It goes nowhere. It goes absolutely nowhere. I don't know why they bring up the fact that this used to be a research post. These scientists wrote something down in a code, even though they were dying. Who knows why? But hey, Sarah can translate it. But before she can translate it, they all have to get into fancy dress. Because somebody I'm... found <laughs> perfectly kept 1930s style dresses. That perfectly having... fits them as well. Is the correct size. <laughs> yes. For all of them. <laughs> For the completely different heights and body types of Abby, Sarah, and then Danny and Connor both get nicely fitting suits. That, again, fit perfectly and are to their exact size. Because, you know, famously, clothing back then, made to fit just any body type. 100%. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's not like they were all tailored. Of course, and that's so what you do. That, again, we talked about it. This is a perfect setup for... Oh my god, there's an anomaly in the basement. They're gonna get sucked through the anomaly to 1930 and have to figure their way back, and there's a creature there and they gotta do that you shit. You guys in the past. don't understand how excited I got 
that my fucking wild shot call of Abby and Connor are going to get trapped in the past was like, oh my god, it's oh. happening. It's happening. Oh, you're so close. <laughs> like, it's happening. They're in past clothing. <laughs> like, come on. Yes. There's, you've set shit up about some scientists. Surely they're going to go back and meet those scientists or be those scientists. Exactly. Like, this is such an easy layup for a time travel story where, like, <gasps> we were the scientists the entire time. Yeah. Sarah's deciphering a code and she's really quick at it. And you could even just have a, wow, this code is really familiar. It's almost like I wrote it. Whoa. But no, they don't do any of that. There's uh, just so dinosaur cool. birds that break in and chase them down and then they blow some of them up with mines even though Danny is right next to the mine and he's fine. And then Connor crashes into a tree. He's fine. And then that was insane. By the way, the way that that tree had went through, I was like, someone is dead. Someone is actually dead in that car. Could you imagine if they killed Connor off by obliterating his head with a, with a tree limb? They also, Danny gets flown fucking like 10, 15 feet from the from like the the bed of oh, that truck yeah. forward he's, he is over the truck and into a tree and he's fine like so fine oh oh on the wiki these are called terror birds beautiful um, but yeah they're super fine they're going to set up a trap to save themselves it's from the basically birds. it's basically scooby doo from here on out it's, it's um, honestly they, set up a trap. they catch one bird but oh no there are more birds they need to run into the fucking minefield they get a bird to set up a mine it explodes but oh no there are still more birds and then they're running around hiding it's the real girls lucky. are hiding somewhere as well it's real lucky that all the unexploded mines are also half buried yeah, so that no one could, I don't know, safely go into that minefield and defuse all these half buried, unexploded mines. But you know, whatever. Uh, at one point, I think the military catches up with them, and they're like, "Ha, we got the artifact!" And then a bird comes up and kills them both, or he kills one of them, and then the guy drives away and drives yeah. over a mine, <laughs> and then part of the shrapnel from the car almost decapitates the bird. I I don't know why they are, haven't been just driving the trucks into the birds. Because don't they do. know that the birds are weak to cars? No, they're weak to future because the mines no. kill the birds. And no, mines, that's no, present. No. That's present. No, no, no. Oh, that's present. Yes. Past, is, past is weak to present. Present is weak to future. Future is weak to past. Yeah. Um, it's an and easy then, rock, paper, scissors. Also, at one point, Connor should be fucking dead because he gets mobbed by like six birds. But he, he looks like a little baby, so they just try to mother him. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> he gets absolutely mobbed. How is he alive? Oh, man. But then there's a record that has the bird's call on it, I guess, from the scientists before, even though surely that record was pressed well before the birds attacked. <sighs> um, but there's speakers on the outside, so they, they play the bird screech, and the birds all come running back into the anomaly. Uh, they get recaptured by the military, but oh, no, the woman insulted the minister and called him, said he had the IQ of a root vegetable, which is very specific. Um, and so uh, Lester is back in charge and she's kicked out. Surely won't be fired. Just be back next week. And yeah, that's that's kind of the episode. 
Yeah, like there's a lot at the start, not a lot in the middle, and then a little bit at the end. <laughs> like a lot happens in the middle, but it can just be summarized by the birds have a Scooby-Doo chase with the gang. There's there's definitely just some Scooby-Doo shit happening here. But yeah. Um, oh. oh, and everyone everyone cheers. Lester's Oh, yes, we end. do get the Reddit. We do get the Reddit moment. And then everyone, everyone claps for claps. Lester. Everyone <laughs> And they should, because Lester's the only good person on this show. Oh, we also completely skipped over. Abby's brother had a poker night and lost so much money that he bet the lizard. And his friend I, was like, yeah, sure. I I'll take fence, this lizard. I know oh, how no. to fence a lizard. Yeah, because he's like, hey, very expensive. And he's like, expensive, you say? <laughs> I so, know exactly the price of a lizard. So I feel like either his friend his friend was either like, cool, you have a sister who probably makes more money than you and can cover, will want this lizard back because it's her lizard. Um, or like, yeah, he's just going to go to a shop and try and sell it. <laughs> yeah, and Abby's But just, how are you going to sell a lizard? Yeah, Abby, Abby I, comes home mm, and is like, oh, hey, where's Rex? Oh, he's just chilling in my room. Okay, that's fine. Like, my guy, how long do you think? This ruse can one go episode. On this is this is going to this will this will conclude next episode, Charlie. I fucking what do you hope mean? so, dude. Uh, anyways, <laughs> my review is oof. Eggs? Yes, I oh, sure we, do love eggs. We didn't talk about the uh, the German and France uh, titles for this episode, which are so oh, much better. I, th- I think legitimately my favorite part of the show right now. Uh, <laughs> the title in German is Al Vogel sind schon da, which is all the birds are already there, which is <laughs> good job. And in French, it's Les Predators or The Predators. But like in German, the bir- all the birds are already there. It's such a threatening sentence. How uh, many eggs have you guys eaten in the last week? Um... Like just just regular like I've definitely had eggs in things that I've eaten, but like just How like an many egg. eggs do you think you've had? Uh, less than you guys, I'm assuming. I had two for breakfast. Oh, it may be over a dozen after Damn. Guess, guessing what's like in other food. Yeah. yeah, like that's the problem, right? Like I need to think about like what's in like a baked good, for example, David. Yeah, how much of an egg is in a mini Danish? Uh depends where you got it from. I think I've probably I had like s- six eggs. I'm going to guess somewhere between one and two. You guys need to eat more eggs. You need to eat less eggs. Dude, that's, that's a I'm fine eating, amount of eggs for I'm a eating week. the correct amount of eggs. I don't think you are. Six I'm eggs? Just, I'm just weird. I think you're light on your egg protein, my guy. Anyways, um, that is the episode. What, uh, what did you guys think about it? Oh my god. This uh, this was a fever dream. This was <laughs> I don't know I don't know if this is a good fever dream or a bad fever like I don't know if I had fun watching like, this or not. Them all I, at I, the end in their like fancy dress all torn up clapping feels like the end of like a fucking nightmare. Like I don't it, understand. Like, so, it feels so, like it so should have been thing. Hey, you're back from the past. Get back to work. Ha ha ha, we're all dirty and in authentic 1930s garb. It should have so, it should so, have ended on a freeze frame. The credit should have started rolling. Oh my god! It would have instant four or above if they'd ended on a freeze frame. Lester um, went on to become minister of defense. Danny retired and rejoined the police force. Abby and oh Connor never had physical Sorry. contact again. The one scene where Danny kicks open a door and is like, "Ah, oh, the only part I liked about being a copper." It's like 
wait, what? <laughs> Excuse me? He so, joined the police sorry. force for two reasons. So, sorry. To kill I, the I, guy I... who probably killed his brother and to kick doors down. So so real quick, I want instead of it ending on the freeze frame with Lester, I want it to like the like, oh, where's Rex? Um, and then I want it to end with the freeze frame of this face. Of the brother being like <laughs> Just his voice going, You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> Either that or like just like the Seinfeld outro or something, like oh. Nick, we can go deeper. <laughs> Any whom uh, we have emotes my... left on this channel, Dave. We have so many emotes left. So many this. emotes. There are so few emotes we've done for this. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm so torn. On, I don't know what to I, give this episode a so, four or a one and a half. So I, I have to. I'm just going to go. I'm just gonna go right in the middle, like two and a half, because I was watching as I was watching this episode. I was having this conversation in my head about like. This is a fever dream. I don't know. I don't know if I like it or not. Um, but it's it's definitely happening. Um, and I'm definitely like engaged. I guess. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's a two and a half. At some later point, my mind is finally going to snap out of whatever state it's currently in, and I'm going to go right. That was terrible, or oh my god, that was amazing. Um, but right now I'm in the middle of it, so it's, <laughs> two, just, it's a two and a two half. Two and a half. This episode broke my brain, and I can't read it accurately. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be. Two and a half. There's no objective way to say if I like. I'm, I'm upset at the episode for the lost potential, but I also it. Danny flies out of the back of a truck and is fine. <laughs> And then climbs a tree and sets a snare with a steel cable? A giant bird kills a man. The man's friend drives off in a jeep and then drives over a mine. And then the shrapnel from that explosion kills the bird. Like, what What am I supposed to say about this episode? It just broke me. I, I'm putting an asterisk next to the six. Just so that we remember this episode broke us. Oh. <laughs> David, do you do you have any thoughts? No, I agree. Two and a half <laughs> I can't accurately rate this episode. Oh, and that's crazy. Because this is one of the episodes where I we I watched this right before we started recording. Like this is yeah. the freshest the episode will ever be for me. And I'm just like, oh fuck if I know. Like I'm just actually confused. <laughs> we all watched this episode pretty much right before this record, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't, David, I didn't fucking get hope from that in until like 2.30. So I was watching this episode like as we were starting chatting. I was watching the last 10 minutes of it. <laughs> I, yeah, I just, I, I think it broke our brains. This is the best way to say that. Uh. I, I have nothing else. This episode got a 7.7 .7 on IMDb. Sure, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> uh, it was watched by 5.27 million people. Good job. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I wonder I don't know if what all those people's brains are broken in the same way as ours. Just starting in media res, but only eight hours is insane. Just show us the episode normally without so, it. I don't see the benefit of the flash forward. So, David, you, know, you want to know what would have been a way cooler in media res? If we'd gotten that, if they, if we'd gotten that statement, and then uh, they do the like, they, they do the like X amount of time, and it's seventy years forward, 
and it's just like regular day and it's like oh shit they went through an anomaly or some shit like that that would have been so cool just anything (laughs) absolutely anything (laughs) but eight hours is like close to the minimum amount of time like that's a work day (laughs) like mm, anyways david get get us out of here (laughs) sorry (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) Um, thank you all for listening to another episode of Four Seasons and a Funeral. Uh, our brain broken episode episode was 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 an episode. If you think this episode of the podcast was more than an episode, feel free to give us a five star review or a just anything. Subscribe, email us at forsaf at gmail.com, tweet at us at forsaf. Just just save us. Save us from the crimes that we've committed to our own brains by having to watch this these shows and talk about them. And like, also the the other crimes we've committed. Just full stop. Whoa, let's not talk about those. <laughs> um, online piracy. Whoa, calm down. <laughs> Before Charlie can incriminate himself anymore, outro. Our intro and outro music is Dream One by Magenta Six. Licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license.